0: So you know this episode is part of a 10-ish message series commemorating the 10-year anniversary of when I first started my business back in the spring of 2013. Each message features a lesson or a story or something worth noting, a theme worth anchoring in from that particular year. Some are more life-focused, some are more business-focused, some cover lots of time, some cover very specific moments of time, and there's absolutely crossover because time travel is a thing in this retrospective mode where hindsight's 2023. Know that I would genuinely love to hear your feedback, any insights or questions that come up as you're listening, and I'm absolutely open to requests for future episodes to go deeper on any specifics that you'd love to hear more about. Just take a screenshot and tag me at Nikki Elledge Brown as you're listening, or hit the link in the comment box in the show notes and let me know. All right, here we go. We're going with the theme of profit and loss in 2019, and I will go ahead and say I'm gonna be speaking to my experiences with, with pregnancy loss while also momming and running a business and everything. And my approach and perspective on this may not resonate with you and that's totally okay because that's actually a spoiler alert. The whole point of this message is just anchoring in that there is no right or wrong way to process loss. So I will be sharing my perspective. You may find my dark humor offensive and think that's not cool to call it profit and loss. For me, I love to play on words, because my very first experience with this, I literally, I only knew I was pregnant. This is in 2014. I only knew I was pregnant for a few days, long enough to buy the big brother t-shirt and, you know, reveal to my husband. And then it was over just about as soon as it had begun. And literally the next morning I co-hosted, I already mentioned this, but co-hosted a webinar with like hundreds of attendees and it was hugely profitable. And it, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, how do I even process that? Like it was a blip. Did it happen? You know, especially when you have a very early loss and and it can be, and it's called a chemical pregnancy, then you, I don't know about you, but for me, I was questioning, I'm like, does this even count? You know, and of course you have the, the dream and the vision. As soon as you see that positive test, or at least you do until you've experienced loss to know that not every positive test is going to turn into healthy baby in your arms you know and i know this can be tough to talk about i've had lots of years of processing it and lots of time from it but anyway i know i've already said that i don't need to keep adding disclaimers or anything i trust that you can follow along if and as as you want to i shared at the time in 2015 i shared a blog post called heartbreak and rainbows or something of that nature and I will put it here in the show notes if you want to read it because when I was going through this my second loss was in October of 2014 and we were still early on in the first trimester maybe midway through but far enough along that when I went to the hospital to see what was going on there was actually a heartbeat that we could visually see and I knew already like I just knew this this one wasn't going to stick around yet either and anyway so I shared a blog post with more information in 2015 because I knew as I was going through this and I'm reading all the blogs that I could get my hands on it was helpful to me to hear other people's stories. So I have that blog post, I also recorded an episode called On Her Terms on the Naptime Empires podcast about my 2019 losses and I'm not going to rehash all of that because if you want to listen to it you can go over there and and listen to it and I'll put that in the link is in the show notes as well but I just wanted to to share because that was a huge part of my 2019 because basically at the end of 2018, I shared with you, I was hosting Homeroom and I was actually doing some speaking. I was in Brooklyn and then I was in Miami and I was in Vegas and I was also meeting up with friends going on trips, which was so nourishing. This is also a theme that is still present in my life where I'm especially as I'm recording all these and connecting these dots to be like, wow, being with people in, in person is actually very important to me. And for a good chunk of these years, not just pandemic, we're not there yet to 2020, you know, I didn't realize how much that was wearing on me to not incorporate social activities beyond my family when I was home. It's like I had to leave the state (laughs) to go hang out with people, which is obviously not how it has to be, but that's just kind of how I was operating. It was like I was either home with my family, with my extended family, or I was you know, leaving the state to go speak somewhere or to visit with friends. And I am so grateful for the season where I was traveling so much because it was on the trip – and I shared this in the and Empires episode, but I will share it here. It was on a trip to Sedona with three of my friends in April of that year when we were talking. And that's, you know, they asked great questions. And that's what made me realize I do, I do want to open up to the possibility of a third baby. And so that was my focus. You know, I thought I was gonna go business-wise because one of my homeroomies had suggested. I was playing with book ideas for 2017 and 18 and actually kind of half baked or at least formed the cookie dough for a couple of different books. And then one of my home was like, what if Naptime Empires is the first book? And I was like, ooh, what if it is? Because at the time I felt like I was pregnant with triplets and which one is going to come out first, baby A? Like who's baby A, baby B? It was like a whole litter of book ideas and there are so many more waiting patiently for me to get over myself and actually finish this first one. So I was like, okay, I'm going to move forward with the Naptime Empires book. I had also done a master planning weekend with John Demartini, and I had these visions of RV sugar plums, you know, dancing in my head. Where back in the day when we were in Hawaii, I used to have this fantasy life of my family living on the mainland in North America and visiting national parks and road schooling, some kind of hybrid homeschooling. Again, all this is coming down the pike as foreshadowing for 2020 and 2021. But all these ideas and seeds were being planted in 2019. And of course, with hindsight, I can see this so clearly. So the Naptime Empires book seeds are being planted. The RV Life seeds are being planted. I even had a consult where I'm like, what is the through line of what I actually want to help people with? Because I just want to be able to enjoy and create my weird little life by being able to have a creative life with connection with people that I enjoy, which allows me to contribute financially to our own wealth building goals, while also being able to enjoy life with my family, not necessarily bound to the traditional school, only so many absences, you know, I'm like, we didn't get out of the Navy so that we'd always be anchored to one spot. And so this theme of on her terms, like I want to help my client live life on her terms while I'm creating my on her terms life, I want to be able to help other people do the same. So that seed is being planted. I was buying the domain, which was a whole story in itself of how many times it took me to get the domain going and the trademark going and all of that. But all of these seeds are being planted in 2019. And it was like a preparation season that i didn't quite realize so again i share more of the details because the summer of 2019 and actually preparing my body and mind for the possibility of being pregnant again and then all the synchronicities that happened when we were in hawaii that so we were in hawaii because my husband actually went for two months of active duty. So he's in the reserves now, and so sometimes he spends time active duty. Sometimes it's two weeks, sometimes it's two months, sometimes it's anywhere in between. And so for that particular year, he had gone for two months. So he went for a month, and then we went for a month afterwards. And I got pregnant when we were there, like as soon as we opened back up to this possibility. And my theory is that it was this same sweet soul that I can see right now sleeping on the baby monitor, Um, each of these times, that's my theory and I'm sticking to it. No one's going to tell me otherwise. And to me, it was like a sign. Okay. If you're serious about this, get ready for real, you know, like get, get your stuff together, whatever you want to have prepared, because you're playing with fire. I may actually join you this time, you know, um, that pregnancy didn't last. And I ended up getting pregnant again, literally the next cycle. Again, I was just trying to override like a blip or something, and two back-to-back losses. I mean, seriously, literally back-to-back in one summer. I I don't even know if I would believe it if it wasn't me and I actually lived it and experienced it. It was a wake-up call. Like I said, looking back and looking at my notes here of 2019 and what's to come in 2020, I can so clearly see how it was like the setup. This was the setup because after that, I decided I was just going to focus on my own physical health. Obviously, that's a lot for my body to be going through. Also on our marriage, because again, we're still navigating and there's a whole chapter in the book on retiring a partner, fact versus fiction. There is a whole chapter dedicated to this. I wish I could have read the chapter that I'm writing before we got out to know at least what to prepare for, what kind of questions to ask, what kind of things to have in line. I I promise I will (laughs) get this to you. If this is something that you're considering a change in your partner's career as it relates to your business, um, but we needed to still focus on us and like, who are we when we're together? Literally almost all the time, you know, what is, what do our roles in the recalibration of that? What does that actually look like? So in this season, I was going, it was just a slower burn with business. You know, it wasn't the same as it was in 2014 when I had that webinar lined up to go for the next day or later on in that year, you know, when I'm doing active promos and had just re- relaunched a course about copy and everything. I was in a very different season of business. Financially, it I didn't feel a pinch because my husband had a job and we saved what I made and we made those choices to live well within our means so that we could have plenty of money for emergencies and overflow as needed. And I'm sharing that because if you remember me talking about the lazy Susan analogy, it's like sometimes the lazy Susan is in a nice little rhythm and flow. And sometimes it's spinning so fast that food's just like flying off of it. And that's kind of what 2019 felt like. I'm like, oh, okay, great. We're gonna focus on the book. Oh, nope, okay, we're gonna focus on baby. Nope, no baby right now. Okay, we're gonna focus on health and me, you know, acupuncture chiropractic appointments, hormones in check. What are we gonna do? And sometimes it's spinning so fast, it's cool because you can actually see how all of these things link together, which is what I will help you do in the Naptime Empires book as well. But it was so spinny at the time while I was in it that I'm like, okay, I'm just taking this as a note that it's time to really give these areas of my life loving attention, just to prepare and to be grateful for what is. And on that note, it was the work of John DeMartini. He has a whole process around grief that really shifted my perception of loss and my experience of it to where I can genuinely, again, you may agree or disagree, but for me, looking to see where nothing was missing, that's a lesson that I learned through my work with the DeMartini method. And that was a very powerful tool for me in processing all of this like seeing where did i have the excitement of a new baby i had friends that were getting pregnant with their first babies at this time and so i'm like i can still be grateful and excited and experience that giddiness with them part of me was also excited because i'm like oh i'm restarting my nap time empire's timer you know i have more inspiration about my business because now i have this human pomodoro timer who I'm going to be inspired to get stuff together, you know, businessing and all of that. And then I realized again, once I wasn't going to be staying pregnant, that I still had that spark and motivation because it was a wake up call. I mean, that's also one of the things about death in any form is that it reminds us that life is finite and that's what gives it its value. You know, um, I was thinking about all my nieces that I already have that are here in the physical form. There are lots of other things and we can talk about that more in Future conversations, but I wanted to share just a little bit more of the meta overview that I hadn't shared in the other post and and podcast because one of the most valuable things for me going through and experiencing these losses is the ability to relate and support and encourage other women who are going through this. And one of the things, as I've shared my story over the years, and lots of people, you know, me too, me too, me too. of the things that's resonated most in these conversations is this you could call it an affirmation but it's just a fact that was helpful to me that i would say to myself today i am pregnant however long this soul chooses to stay in physical form today i am pregnant and focusing on that helped me with the fear which again i will get to more in 2020 Just around the corner, because as you know, I do have a daughter and she did make her physical presence known um, eventually. So I'm sharing that in case if this is something that you ever experienced or someone that you know and love, then maybe you can pass that along. Today, I am pregnant and speaking to and interacting with that little soul and spirit as they are in that form with you for their own journey. That's again, my own beliefs is a powerful thing rather than living in the fear of what if, what if, what if, what if this doesn't last. Because the truth is, life is precious at every age and every stage. That's also one of the biggest lessons that I've learned here. I'm always going to feel that way. Like about my babies, I want them to, you know, every time when they're brushing their teeth, I'm like, these are the teeth you're going to be chewing your 100th birthday cake with. So take good care of them. You know, I want them to live beyond you know healthy fulfilling connected lives well beyond my lifetime so at whatever stage and season they're in this is just part of parenting right like the the i'm doing air quotes like the fear of loss even just sending them off to school or whenever they grow up and move out you know these are things that we have to navigate and there are obviously so many more threads that we can explore on this. <sighs> but now I've already gone past my 15 minute boxer limit. So I'm going to wrap it up and just say the 2019 profit and loss, in hindsight, I can so clearly see how it was a setup for what was to come literally just around the corner we're talking first week of 2020 so I will meet you in the next episode with that in the meantime do check out the show notes if you want to see any of my other posts or resources on my story there um, from 2015 when I was recapping or later on and if this is something that you've experienced which most people have or you know someone and love someone who has just know that I'm sending you so much love that you are not alone And if you need a reframe or a bit of encouragement, especially if this is something you're freshly going through, then reach out. You know where to find me. Okay, technically, that was the end of the episode. But since you're still here, one, I'd love to thank you for spending part of your day with me. And two, I'd love to ask you if you would take 30 seconds, maybe 60, to leave a rating and review in your podcast app before you tap out today. If you've already done that, it's amazing. Please send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally and know that sharing this episode with a friend has the same magical powers, and I deeply appreciate both. Also, in case you're listening to the end to see if I ever actually introduce myself, hi! My name is Nikki Brown. I'm the host and author of Naptime Empires and this here on Her Terms podcast. You can find me around the internet at Nikki Brown in most places, but what you may appreciate most is actually over at onherterms.com. It's what I call the insider library where you can get inside scoop, first listen rights, email updates every time there's a new episode, and then special insider-only bonus content. It's all over in our private feed. Okay, that's a wrap for real. I'll meet you in the next episode.